Hello, welcome back to the Doodle Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Diana, and I'm a freelance illustrator in Austin, Texas, and I specialize in children's book illustration. I like to share little tidbits that I've learned along the way with other artists to help make your pathway a little bit smoother. And I thought that I could start to answer some viewer questions, like that might be kind of helpful. Um, and probably just like one or two questions per episode because I like to keep these kind of on the shorter side, like 10, 15 minutes. But I thought that could be um, a nice way to kind of give back to the community and answer some of your questions. So if you have questions you would like to submit, I will put in the description a link to um, the form that you can submit them on, or you can just type it in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or somewhere where you're able to type in comments. And you can always reach me on Instagram at mymcdoodles or my website, dianamcdermott.com. So today I thought we could talk about how to find your style. This is a question that I see quite a lot, actually. So I thought it was the perfect question to answer for this episode because it seems to be something that a lot of people have on their mind. And I feel like it's something that can't really be rushed. I feel like a lot of newer artists are who are kind of like unsure of themselves or like if they're first starting out and they don't really know what their style is yet, they think there's maybe like this magic solution or this magic formula to how to find out what your style is. Like you see all these other artists around you and it seems like their work is pretty consistent or looks cohesive and you kind of just want to try like all kinds of different things and figure out what your style is yourself or maybe you just like to dabble in everything and I completely understand because that's how I felt too when I was starting out so I thought well maybe this is something I could talk a little bit about today that might help some of you and I hope it does (laughs) you can let me know in the comments below um, what you think and if this is helpful for you or um, something that you've struggled with um, in the past or if you're struggling with it right now So I think the most important thing is to just keep practicing and drawing and experimenting. So just try different things. Don't be afraid to try different techniques or different mediums or subject matter and just keep practicing and keep drawing. Um, When I first started out, I had no idea what I was doing either. I've been drawing my whole life, but I was starting to do digital art. Uh, about five years ago, I invested in an Apple Pencil, which at the time, I thought it was like absolutely insane that I had to pay $100 for this like plastic stick, like I'm paying $100 for a stylus. Um, so that was a big investment for me. And I've talked about this before, but I shared like this little iPad with my kids. So we were all like waiting for our turn to use the iPad. And um, so investing $100 when I, it it doesn't sound like a lot now, but at the time, $100 for like this pencil so that I could draw on an iPad, it seemed kind of like a splurge. So I was first starting out with digital art, which is For me, it felt completely different than traditional art. I'm used to drawing in a sketchbook or like a pencil or, um, you know, like traditional materials. And suddenly I have this like plastic pencil on a slippery screen. And um, at least it was a screen because I used to try to do some artwork in in Photoshop with uh, Wacom tablet, except for it wasn't like the kind where you can see what you're drawing right on the tablet. It was like the one that you draw on the tablet, but you look up at the screen 
for me, it's an absolute nightmare. Like it does not look, it looks like I don't know how to draw. So it look, does not look like what I have in my head or what I'm trying to draw on, um, you know, like the screen. So it was a big improvement actually to be able to draw on an iPad. Anyway, sorry, this is like getting off the rails. But I invested in this Apple Pencil because I wanted to be able to draw on the screen, see exactly what I was drawing, not looking up at a computer screen while I'm drawing on this tablet kind of like blindly. So I thought I wanted to try that. And it was still completely different than trying to draw in my sketchbook or um, with like watercolor paper or, or painting where there's like grip on the on the um material or like drag like your pencil has drag well on an ipad screen it's just like slick like you're just drawing on like a sheet of slick uh glass so my art did not look very good <laughs> at first because i wasn't used to doing it this way and i also didn't know what my style was so i thought well I would look around and see like kind of well, what are other people drawing digitally and I looked at other people's that I thought um you know that I really liked and tried to see like how do they do it and I just like couldn't quite figure it out like I would try to replicate it and no matter what I did mine always just looked a little bit different um maybe you feel that way too like you see stuff you really like and you kind of want to draw draw like they did or um, figure out how they did like their shading or whatever and mine was just not there like it might have just been my skill level because I was also not used to drawing on this like slippery screen and learning a new app is also always kind of like a slight barrier till you get comfortable with it so I draw in the app procreate and so I had to learn how to use that and also just kind of figure out like how did I want my art to look so sometime I'll show you, I should make a video on it um, on YouTube so that you can see the very first drawings. It's kind of embarrassing. They're pretty bad, but I could share it with you just so you can see how I started out. And over time with constant practice, it did improve. So at first it was like pretty, pretty bad, like not even close to how my stuff looks now. Um, and it's because like, I just didn't know what my style was. So I just tried a lot of different things. And I think the key is just keep practicing, set aside time for yourself to just draw every day, or at least like a few times a week. Um, so just so you're drawing consistently, and eventually your style will emerge. Now I've been doing digital art now for five years. And it's like now I feel like my stuff is consistent and like my pieces are all like cohesive. Like I can have a portfolio of stuff that all you can tell it's all mine. It doesn't look like it's all over the place. But at first it did look like it was all over the place because I didn't know what I really wanted it to look like yet. So I think the key, this is a really long answer, <laughs> um, but for my first tip, um, the key is really just keep practicing. Like you can't rush your your style, or you can't rush your building your skills. Like you have to just keep practicing, and there's really no shortcut for that. And I've seen this is a side note, but I am not a big fan of the brushes um, on Procreate where you like stamp in like 
the people or um recently i saw one that where you can stamp in like the dog um reads and like the dog shapes like its head its body whatever uh, i don't know maybe it's just me but i am not a big fan of those when you do things like that it's not truly your style like i have some of those stamp brushes cuz i thought they looked really fun and i wanted to try them out at first and I was trying them and I was like, well, well, this doesn't look like how I would draw it. Well, no kidding. If someone else drew it, like it's somebody else's art made into a brush. And then you're just kind of like tracing over it. Now, if you're using it for a guide and then just adding your own twist on it and making it look like your own, that can be different. And I even have some of these brushes in my Etsy shop from my um, my brush shop. I have like flower ones. So if you need help with like arranging flowers or just like the basic shapes, I think it can work in that case. But I would be careful about when you're first starting out using tools like that, that can actually hold you back. So instead of looking at a picture of like that specific breed of dog, let's say you're doing like a pet portrait, um, instead of looking at that like a picture of the dog and just like looking for the basic shapes figuring out the anatomy of a dog and like learning from it you're just like stamping crap in and then tracing it or whatever like to me it just has like this ick feeling um so I would say be wary about doing things like that it's you're shortchanging yourself like you you can do it <laughs> you have to just trust yourself then your style will emerge your skills will develop and you'll see consistencies between your different pieces of art and things that you're doing the same way in each piece and they will look cohesive. So that kind of leads to my second tip or my second point which is to look for inspiration and ideas um, with other artists that you admire. Now you do have to be careful that you're not like jumping on the copycat express train. You're not going to copy their stuff. If they have like um, clearly unique and identifiable things that they do in their art that sets them apart. You wouldn't want to just take those elements and stick them in your art. And like, you don't want to copy, but you can look for things like that you admire in their art or that you like and see how you can incorporate it into your own, in your own way. So just be careful. You're not copying their stuff but I think it's okay to look at artists you admire and just see what elements you like from their art and see how you can implement it into yours like I have noticed in other people's I really like when they'll have like subtle line work and I've tried to incorporate that into mine a little bit and I'm still trying to figure out if that really works for mine, because most of the time I end up just like erasing it back out. Like it just doesn't seem to go with my style in most cases, but I really like that when I see it in other people's or like the, maybe they have it where it's like super textured or the way they do their shading, or if there's like cross hatching. Um, I really like some of those elements and other people's and so sometimes I'll kind of incorporate a little bit of that into my own or see if it's going to work um and try to like work it into my pieces a little bit and just see how it looks and if it's something that's sticks or not because some of these things that you'll try 
maybe you'll do it a few illustrations and then like it doesn't really stick. You're like, eh, it didn't really work for me. And that's okay too. That's part of experimenting and practicing and your style will evolve over time too. So it will, it's not something that's just like you reach this elusive um, milestone, like, oh yes, I found my style and then that's it. Like you don't just stay stagnant forever. You, your style is going to change as you're, as your art changes and like your skills improve and it's kind of something that's always evolving. So um, maybe in that sense, it's also uh, keeps being elusive because it keeps changing. Like you never really come to like uh, this end point that you've, you've made it, you've found your style because it constantly changes, but at least it'll be pretty consistent. It won't be like one picture is um, maybe like, has like paint splatters and all this stuff. And then the next one is like really clean lines. Like it doesn't look like it's a cohesive set or that the same person even drew it. Um, And that's important too. If you are interested in displaying pieces in a portfolio, just make sure it looks like consistent throughout it and that it's all um, pieces of high quality that look like they were made by the same person. It's not like all over the place and, and it makes you look kind of like unsure of yourself um, and that you're not confident in your style and your skills when it's like really far, um, like all over the place, really drastically. And so also, I don't know if these would really be considered like tips, but um, look for for colors you love and textures you love and see if those are things that you can work into your illustrations like if there's certain elements that you always have or colors that you gravitate towards um and there's probably colors that you do consistently use in your artwork uh, or at least like the um the tones or like the the values like they're probably pretty consistent throughout like you'll notice that there's like a pattern or things you um, constantly are using or you use in a lot of your pieces um hopefully that makes sense my words are like escaping me (laughs) but um you could look for colors you love or like textures like if you like it to have more of like a clean texture um or if it's like gritty and really super textured like this I have a funny example this is on my son He's 12 and he is an amazing artist. For a 12 year old boy, he's absolutely incredible. Like sometimes I'll go to him for advice and like, hey, how do you draw? Like whatever it is. Or if I'm having trouble with a pose or something, like, hey, why doesn't this look right? And and he will give me advice and it's always like really good advice and it's um super helpful and it's usually true. Um, so anyway, he likes really clean lines his artwork he likes to have like clean shading it has like black outlines it'll have like really nice shading that's just like blocked in color like not texture just really clean and crisp and mine tends to be like more textured and like gritty and um I don't know (laughs) so it drives him nuts and my stuff always has faces so a lot of my inanimate objects will have like a personality or a face or you know like accessories or something and it drives him nuts like sometimes I'll be drawing something like no mommy please please don't put a face on it and then there's a face on it so it just kind of makes me laugh that our styles are so completely different 
Um, and also he's really good at drawing like scary stuff or like more it's like cartoony but also realistic at the same time it's just completely different than my style and so but we can learn stuff from each other Uh, but it's just interesting how different people can be in their styles and how consistent it is throughout all all of your pieces Um, and on that note also remember that your style is unique and that's why people are gravitating towards your art or um, drawn to your art or hiring you so I have had the situation where like my brain I'm like overthinking things like my brain is um working against me um, or I'm overthinking it and you know people hire me to illustrate their books and then suddenly I found myself like not trusting the the reason they hired me is because they saw my stuff like they've seen my portfolio they see my um, example art on my website or Instagram or wherever they found me. And so they, they can see what my style looks like. They see the colors I use and the way I draw. And then I've had my, where my brain is like trying to draw it different or like use like different colors, like moody colors or, Oh, maybe I want to use dark, like colors in this. And it's, like why (laughs) they've already hired you like I had to stop myself and remind myself they've already seen your stuff the reason they hired you is because they like what they've seen so like why the heck would you change it um or try to change it up from like what the examples that they've seen are and so I think that's something to remember is that a lot of times we like we question ourselves or um feel like what is that imposter syndrome or, or whatever. And you will be like second guessing your decisions or second guessing your style or how you draw things. And the reason that people like it is because it's unique. It's you. So that's something to remember too, is that your style is uniquely yours and it's not going to look like the next artist over there or someone else's grid or whatever like it's not going to look like that because you're not them Uh, and you have your own unique way of expressing yourself and through art and um showing how you see the world in in your artwork so I think that's something important to keep in mind and so to trust yourself and have confidence in your style and in your artistic voice So I think that will just about cover it. I think this episode ended up being a little bit longer than I had hoped for. Sorry, it's a little more long-winded. I worked from just like very basic notes this time. Usually I write it out a little bit more um, in depth so that I'm not going off on tangents and um, making it like way longer or losing my train of thought. So I hope that I was able to keep you here and give you some helpful advice and that this will help you on your journey to finding your style. So that'll wrap up this episode of Doodle Diaries. Feel free to send in your questions if you have something that you would like me to um, talk about or if you have something you need help with, I'm happy to answer questions or to help you out however I can. Don't forget to follow along so you don't miss the next episode. Till then, happy doodling! Hey friends, Diana here. I wanted to invite you to check out my new Patreon page. I'd love to connect and share more with you. As a patron, you'll have special access to behind-the-scenes info, sketches, works in progress, and process videos, along with other fun perks like digital downloads, frame-worthy art prints, and tutorials. 
So join me at patreon.com slash Diana underscore McDermott and let's have fun creating art together.